0: friends. Welcome back to the Selling Utah podcast. I'm your host, McCall Hicken. I'm a local real estate agent here in Utah. This podcast is a place where you can get to know different small business owners of our community and learn what businesses might be just next door. Get to know the heart and soul behind their business, how they started, what motivated them, and get inspired to follow your dreams too. You guys, welcome back to Selling Utah Podcast. Um, we have Jen Suliafu. Did I say that right?
1: Yes. Good ah, job. <laughs> yes.
0: Thank you. Um, she is a life coach, and I have Stephanie Valdez here with me too. So all three of us are on today, um, and we have had a couple, ex- you know, um, experiences with Jen. Stephanie has actually gone through life coaching with Jen and has talked very openly about how Jen has truly helped her, uh, change her life, I would say, right, Steph? Oh, yeah. And, um, she's done some, like, coaching with us in real estate around mindset and everything, and you're just, you're just such an incredible person, and so I, I'm just so excited to have you here so we can kind of talk to you and, um, share you with our, uh, people and, you know, give them the opportunity to reach out to you and, have you helped them change their lives as well. So welcome, Jen.
1: Awesome. Thanks for having me, ladies. I'm yes. excited to have a convo with you.
0: Yes. And I guess I should mention too, you actually also have your own podcast. Um, and it's, yes. is it The Lighthouse or Lighthouse? Love?
1: It's called, yeah, it's called Love Lighthouse. Love with Lighthouse. Jen yep.
0: Yes. And I, I should know that because I actually listen and you've had several episodes that I've had to listen to um, at least twice just to be able to take in all of the amazing information that you share. So if you guys <laughs> do anything, listen to her podcast, because um, like I said, she is so informative. She's so knowledgeable about just so many different topics. And so I I just adore you. So, yeah, um, I guess I guess to kind of kick off this conversation, um, I feel like life coach. We hear that and we're like, what? is that exactly? Right. Is it like a therapist? Is it, what is it? So why don't you maybe start off just sharing kind of how you got started, um, with life coaching and, um, what, what it kind of is more specifically that you, that you do with that?
1: Yes. Okay. So I'm a pretty simple girl. So I, When people say, you know, what is a life coach or why do you call yourself a life coach? I've actually had this conversation with many people. I went through, um, I was having a party one time and I had several people at the party that had life coached with me. So we got in this deep conversation about what my title is. And everyone was like, you should call yourself a soldier you know, a soul journey guide or they were coming up with all these different fancy names. And I'm just like, I would never do that (laughs) because it's just not my personality. I'm super, I'm a super simple girl with like not a lot of fluff. And at the end of the day, I don't get caught up on the title of life coach, but you're right. A lot of people put different labels on it. Like, are you a therapist? Are you a counselor? No, I'm not. Um, I feel like, you know, traditionally speaking, counseling and therapy um, can be super awesome for people, and it can help people out of a really hard spot. But for me, what I do is I basically help people with their life. So we pull up the carpet, the rug, we look at the stuff that they've gone through. So that is part of the healing process. But then what I do is we get moving forward quickly. And so I feel like that is a big difference in um, counseling and therapy as opposed to coaching. At least my style that I do is we don't deal with a lot of stuff from the, the past over and over rehashing and looking into the things that people have gone through. Um, we do because it is important again, but, we don't stay there very long because I feel like it's important to go, okay, now what, where are we going to go from here? And let's move forward. And then the second part of what you asked is like, how did I get into that? Or how did I even end up here? And that is, I just wanted to fix my own life. My life was really chaotic. I had a lot of stuff that I had gone through in my past that had caused a lot of trauma. And I had a lot of really crappy stories attached to me. And they were blocking me from really having what I want in life. And so um, I never planned on becoming a life coach. I never really even consciously thought about it. I just jumped in trying to figure out my own life. And over the years, Um, picked up a bunch of really powerful tools and knowledge of things that helped me and then I just organically started sharing them with my friends and family because for me that's what life's about is you you know McCall I love that you're having this podcast because you're sharing right you and Steph get on here you guys are sharing and I know Steph shares a lot too on social media with things that that you find you get on and you tell people about them and to me that is what it's about you know when we find things of value and we can turn around and share them then that is how we change the world and so for me I just organically started sharing those things and became a life coach without even knowing it and then eventually it was like hey this is taking up so much time for me and away from my friends and my family or specifically my husband and family is that I need to let go of my job, my nine to five daily job, because this is what I really am called to do. And so that's kind of how I, I jumped in. So back in um, the end of 2015, I let go of my cushy career and jumped into like, uncharted waters and started my own business
0: oh my gosh yeah and i love that and i feel like when we we come into something like that organically it's just confirmation that it really is like our true calling in this life you know so yeah so i i love that you know you were just searching and um doing things to help help yourself and just came by that organically and people you know, and I think you said when we share things, right. And I think when we, yeah, when we share our journey and like our successes with people, people naturally come to us and ask us, what are you doing? How are you doing it? And how, how can I get there? Right. And so I, I love that. I mean, you, and that's the other thing I've noticed with you as well is that you can tell you live out what you teach, you know, and I, I admire that so much about you. And, um, because not everybody does that. So, so thank you for that, by the way, because you're just such an inspiration, even just from afar. So, um, thank you. Yeah. And and yeah, I wanted Stephanie to come on here to share her experience. Cause I've, I've known Stephanie for a lot of years now. I feel like it feels like a lifetime, but it's only been about six years, (laughs) but since she, you know, got with you and started working with you she had such a shift in her perspective of life and it was so cool to watch her start to heal um really broken relationships in her life and I sorry Steph I hope you're okay with me saying that but of course you know um broken relationships that were a struggle for you and and generally helped you through that and I don't know I if you're okay to yeah kind of talk about your a little bit of your journey with that um shit, I got all teary-eyed with that one. (laughs)
2: Um, I don't know. Meeting Jen was like, what do you call it? Fake. I was struggling big time, mostly with my son and us together. And I remember I went to spring and I was like, spring, my life is a mess. I don't know what to do. And... That's when she's like, you need to talk to Jen. So I don't know, Jen, like you, how, how do I even explain my story? You just gave me so many tools. And I think it's good to probably explain how you, because it's not like we just went full force our first session, you know, like it, okay. it took a lot of steps. And I think that it's important for people to kind of know those steps. I don't know if you tell people what your process is, but it was just the whole process of the coaching, the twelve week coaching, that truly helped me.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, it's funny because, Steph, I just had somebody ask me. I had a guy that was about to start coaching. We had done a consult. And he was about to do his first session. And he was like, "Can you tell me like what every week's going to be like?" And I'm like, "Nope, <laughs> I can't." because every the the beauty of one on one coaching is it's such a unique journey and you know i don't know if i'll ever ever stop one on one coaching i i know i will i will definitely reduce how many clients i will take on um that and that already has happened and i continue to reduce that just because i um I have so many other things in the works. I have my podcast and I have group coaching and I have other layers of how to reach the world and how to broaden my scope. But the, the beauty of one-on-one coaching is such a personal journey. Like I fall in love with everyone. I fall in love with all of my clients and we get really vulnerable with each other. I mean, Steph, we I don't do. know how many times we cried <laughs> together. You know, you just do. And there's such a beautiful connection. And I truly adore everybody and respect everybody who is willing to go on that journey. Because I know it takes a lot of guts. And to stand and really get naked in front of someone, energetically speaking. Get naked in front of them. Let them see all of those, you know, things that you don't want people to know about yourself. But you're like, you know what, I'm here because I want my life to change. And so going on that journey, it's like I, I have such mad respect for people that are willing to do that. But with that being said, yes, there are specific things that with every single person, those fundamentals are what we go through and are weaved through the journey. And that is what brings people back to standing in their power. And those things are really just reminding people the truth of who they really are. And that's my goal with everything. That's my goal with every podcast I ever do, with, with any part of my work, with every session, any, <clears throat> any uh, seminar. It's, it's going to be, you know, reminding people who they are.
2: I think that's exactly what helped me in our coaching is I was so lost in work and being a mom. And I would tell everyone this all the time, like, I just don't know who I am. And I would try to look for the person I was before I had kids. And I'm like, I just want to be that person again. I want to be that person again. But you definitely taught me that. I'm never going to be that person again. I am growing into something even more beautiful. And that is what truly helped me too. Um, You did do a session. I'll never forget this session. And you're talented. (laughs) But um, you had me close my eyes and we went through a journey. And it was the journey of me telling the three people in my life that I feel like have, I have the worst, not the worst, but I I had a hard time with them. And you took me on this journey that I was able to tell them exactly how I felt. I was raw. And I felt like I literally was in front of them telling them exactly how I felt. And you spoke back to me as their soul. And that changed everything for me after that. And that's really where I started to see a shift in my life because I knew it was never about me. Like, it's never – I never – I don't take things personal anymore because I know that I chose for this to happen. I needed them to be that person for me, to be this person today. And I'm, like, excited to see my next 10 years, you know. And I don't know. That was a huge shift for me. And I don't think a lot of life coaches do – that part of it I don't I haven't heard of anyone do that I mean I do coaching with your husband as well and he definitely hasn't done that part for me (laughs) (laughs)
1: he he definitely has his own style yes for sure which you and I have talked about he's he's the uh hmm, he's the young I'm the yin. he's the young (laughs) but I, I love it yeah yeah that's funny so um you know what you're talking about is a part of which brings us to something interesting but I had a spiritual awakening a massive spiritual awakening it was unlike anything I'd ever even realized existed and it happened oh geez by now it's been probably about 15 years ago and Since that day, and I won't get too into it because it was was a profound day and it has to be like the right time because it's a very long story. But since that day, the floodgates opened up on my intuition and we all have spiritual gifts. We all have these gifts that we start to shut down once we come into the planet and when we come back in line with them or if we come back in line with them they start to open up and expand and that's what happened for me during my spiritual awakening and so what you're talking about I don't even know how to explain what happens when I'm in that space with you but I start getting messages from spirit and that's why I spoke to you from that soul's like tapping into that soul and giving you a message from them. Uh, I didn't even know, honestly, that that was something that I could do until I, my first client, her husband, my very first coaching client, which is like, man, talk about baptism by fire, right? But my very first coaching client was a woman who her husband had Suffered a massive heart attack and died at a very young age, leaving her with three small children. And she was a grieving widow and came to me for guidance. And I was like, oh boy, you know, this is a big one. Can I help her? I know that I had helped a lot of people untraditionally speaking, not calling it coaching, not, you know, getting paid for coaching. But could I do this with her? Could I help her? Because she was in a really, you know, big state of grief at the time. And I took her into this meditation. And the reason I found that meditation, I call it soul to soul. That's what you're talking about, Steph, is, you know, finding three people, you know, thinking about the three people that you have experienced the most pain with in your life. And this doesn't need to... Be somebody that you're that you hate or that you're angry with. This could be, you know, a child that passed on or a friend that passed on. But who are the three people that you've experienced the most pain with? And those are that's the meditation that I take you through in the journey. And I went into this with her because I had done this with myself, just on my own journey of healing. I had gone through this experience and seen my own you know souls behind that door and made amends with my own healing and I took her into there and I immediately started getting messages from the other side and so it was like really profound
0: that gives me chills I know yeah. I think that's so cool when people share their experiences and their um, their gifts with that right because I know we all have certain gifts but they're definitely on different levels and I always envy people like that have that because I (laughs) think that'd be so cool to be able to do that and I, I just I love that so
1: well I'm sure you have your own my dear we all do Need to find it.
0: <laughs> she
2: does. She, she'll she say, I don't think like, my intuition is on. And then she'll say something. I'm like, McCall, come on. Oh, that's, that, so that, that's your intuition right there. Listen to it. It is. She's it just is. not good at listening that's to awesome. it.
0: <laughs> no. And, and I love that. And I love that you're able to um, coach your clients on such a, on a unique level. You had a podcast I listened to once and you talked about, um, meeting your clients on the bridge that they're on, right? Because we're all at different places in our journey through life. And, um, you know, the way you try to help one person isn't going to work for another because they're in different places. And I yeah. I love that that's like what's so unique about you, um, that you have that intuition yeah. with your clients to be able to help them how how they need to be helped. Um, and you're able to meet them at the place they're at and hold their hand to the other side. So, yeah, yeah. I love that about you. And, and again, I I appreciate you talking to us today too. And I wanted to ask you, um, you obviously, you obviously teach so many tools. Like I said, your podcast is just full of awesome, awesome information. You talk about uh, the different ages we're in and, um, just how to live a healthier life and you talk about feng shui and like all this, all this amazing information. But, um, as far as tools go and, um, just trying to better ourselves day to day, what, what would you say to everybody is like your, your golden nugget almost that you can apply to your life to just start, start feeling better overall?
1: Yeah. Well, the number one thing I have to go to if I get if I have one, do I only get one?
0: Well, you can <laughs> have I as many one. as you want. So go for it. <laughs> if I get one,
1: then, you then, can have uh, as many as you like. <laughs> but it has to be what you put behind your story about yourself. It's our life is truly made up of whatever it is we say, you know, and and so it's, I mean, it's a super logical thing to, to step back and go, okay, wait a minute, what am I saying about myself? What is my self-talk? But it's true. You know, that is, it is your magic wand. And so if you're, it sounds really simple to go, well, you know, brush up my self-talk. Really, whoever has, their self-talk on point and I don't just mean what they physically say I mean what they think while they're driving down the road when they look in the mirror when someone says something that could hurt them that like throws daggers at them or criticizes them what do they think about themselves what is that self-talk do they take it in does it take over do they do they believe everything everyone else says about them they look for validation outside of themselves all of those things matter so much and if someone can brush up what they think say feel and believe about themselves and about life and whatever their story is about their experience then everything will change
0: i have to not on... oh sorry you can finish. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, not only their health, not only their, you know, their financial situation, not only their marriage, like everything.
0: Yeah. And I was going to say, I want to pipe in because I, (laughs) so, I mean, you did with me mirror work in front of our team. (laughs) And I volunteered Mm -hmm. and not knowing what I was getting myself into, but (laughs) (laughs) when, when I did that and you know, I, and I literally was just saying, so I'll give you guys kind of a visual. So Jen had me sit in a chair with a mirror in front of me and had me look at myself in the eyes and had me repeat after her. And basically it was just saying, you know, I love you to myself. I'm apologizing for negative things that maybe I've thought about myself in the past. And, oh my gosh, I got emotional. And I, I want to say it was, I want to say it was embarrassing because I'm in front of my whole team and I'm bawling my eyes out while I'm doing this, but it was so cleansing. Right. And, Mm And it was just, it was the coolest experience because it made me realize we are so mean to ourselves. We are so hard on ourselves. And I think if we, if we kind of reversed, if we even just wrote a list of things we say to ourselves on a regular basis and said, okay, I'm going to go say these things. I'm thinking about myself to my mom or my sister or my best friend, or you your would, daughter, yeah, or your daughter. And you would realize, holy crap, that would be so mean to say to someone else why am I saying it to myself and so I, I love that that's kind of your you know a, a big thing when you're giving advice because it, it's so true I think managing our thoughts it's the hardest thing to do but it's definitely one of the
1: most important yeah it is the hardest thing you're absolutely right and it sounds so simple and that's the thing is like everybody wants to know that big magical secret they're like it is really really simple but being simple and consistent keeping it simple and being consistent i think are the two most important things to applying things to your life to really make them like rock and roll you know but that's the problem is people that's where they get stuck is they try number one keep it simple but they try to complicate it instead they're looking for that magic magical secret and it is magical. It really is, but it's not a secret. I mean, who hasn't heard that your self-talk is really important? Everybody's heard that, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. But who does it though? Who really does it? Who really has taken the time and the effort to be on point with the things they say, think, feel, and believe about themselves? I have, I always have an area of my life that I can brush up on. And that I'm always looking and observing at my life and going, okay, wait, where is there a kink in the hose? Where can I get that flowing better or get that to another level? And even though I've come leaps and bounds on many areas, there's still always room for improvement. There's always room to, you know, do something on a higher level. But that that first one, keep it simple, is really, really important. And then the second one that people drop the ball on is being consistent. So even though I've said my I am affirmations uh, on a daily basis for, what, probably six years now, I still say them every day. I am. I am beautiful. I'm strong. I'm successful. I say whatever it is I want to call into existence. Even though some of those things are already here and they're up and grooving, I still say them because it's a way to keep them in that space. Just because somebody has, you know, healthy teeth doesn't mean they stop brushing their teeth. It's that important to be that consistent. And so I love, Seth, I love that you said, or your daughter, when, you, when, you know, McCall is saying, to think of saying those things to someone else. Because that one, to me, is what really, really resonates with people. Because, you know, most people are, uh, they have children. And if they can think about how, what would they want for their child? Maybe you don't love yourself enough to start saying things that are great about yourself and honoring yourself. But maybe you love your child enough to say, you know what, I'm going to do this. Because I want to be an example to my child. And so I'm going to start saying I'm beautiful, even if I don't feel like it. And even if I'm not there yet. But I want her to be able to say that to herself and to feel comfortable saying that to herself. Because our children, they don't do what we say. It doesn't matter how much you love your child. You can love them and tell them they're the most amazing thing every single day they're the most amazing person but if you are not showing them how that's done you're not showing them how to love their self then it's not going to be effective
0: I love that and it's so true I I've noticed that just with my my very small children you know I mean my oldest is almost four and yeah I've noticed that when I start to do things to try to better myself, they take to that so much faster than they do when I try to (laughs) tell them what to do or say, you should be doing this, but it doesn't apply to me. And I'm like, that's so hypocritical if I do that. And they do. I mean, kids, kids watch and they listen and they learn from our examples better than anything, which makes it just that more important for us to be in check with what we're saying out loud about ourselves and, and in our head, because that projects, out to them as well so.
1: yeah you know how you know how you'll go to like baby showers sometimes and they'll have you I don't know if this has ever happened but I've gone before and they'll say hey write down your favorite parenting advice for the new mom right yep and oh, yeah. For <laughs> Every me, <single> one. <laughs> my old advice my oldest advice as a young mom would have been of course so different but my advice now the one thing that I would say is whatever you want your child to do for themselves do for yourself so not only not only if you want them to you know think outside of the box not if you want them to go after everything they want in life if you want them to have good self-talk but also what kind of friends are you going to allow in your life are we doing that for ourselves are we allowing people in our life that aren't honoring us what kind of relationship do you want your child to like if they had a boyfriend or a girlfriend that we're treating them the way that some of our spouses at times or we allow in our relationships, would we allow that and so it's really like such a profound piece of advice when we think about that of like am I showing up as that example. It doesn't mean we have to be perfect. None of us are perfect. You know, me and my husband, we fight, we we have arguments, we, we have our moments, right? But so it doesn't mean that we don't have, we have to just be perfect all the time. But are we progressing? Are we learning? Are we honoring ourselves? Like we want our kids to. So that's pretty
2: I love that. I feel like I just went through a
1: live coaching
2: session. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's all you need. That's all you needed. No, I, I do. I, I love the advice you share so much and yeah, if I, I mean, I would suggest to everybody, I mean, I know you've mentioned that you're trying to reduce the amount of one-on-one clients that you take, but, um, you know, you're still, you still do the group coaching, you have your podcast and I seriously encourage all of you to go and listen. It is so good. And look into her group coaching as well, because she offers so much valuable information that you can take and apply to your day-to-day routines and your family and yourself that just you, you don't get from other places. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I know your time is valuable, and I appreciate you so much setting this up today. I know I had a little possible glitch, but I'm glad we made it happen. Um, so seriously, thank you so much. And where where can people find you if they want to do your group coaching with
1: you? Yeah. So, and. And I, I do have every once in a while, I have one on one coaching available because there's always that movement, right? So if somebody, if somebody's interested in that, they can always reach out to me and we can see what the situation is and what we've got going on. But, um, but to find out, uh, you can find me on social media on, uh, Instagram, Jensuliafu, or you can find me just on my website, jensuliafu.com. And my last name is S-U-L-I-A-F, as in Frank, U, Suliafu And then uh, I have programs. You can just click on my website, and my programs are on there. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so, so much. And, Steph, thank you for getting vulnerable and talking about your experience, yeah. too. I know it's never easy. So I feel like everyone pretty much – I'm pretty open about it. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're definitely not a uh, – you're an open book.
1: For I, sure. I have an
0: open book. <laughs> oh, shoot. Thanks for having
1: me, lady. Yes, thank fun.
0: you, Jen. And I hope that I'll get to run into you again soon because I, I enjoy every interaction I get with you. So hopefully I'll see you soon.
1: <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure we will. I'm kay. sure I'll see
0: you. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. Have a good rest of your day.
1: You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.